Hi, and welcome to Under an Open Heaven Podcast. We are glad you are joining us as we explore the reality of God's love expressed in Scripture and our own personal experiences. Thanks for joining us today as we explore the reality that we live under an open heaven. Enjoy! Hey, welcome back to the podcast. My name is Arthur Richardson. This is Under an Open Heaven. Tonight, you just have me. So hopefully we can have a good old time. Uh, Hopefully I can stay focused and, uh, yeah, bring some good content. So uh, tonight, we're going to be talking about maturity. We're going to be kind of diving into 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 8 to uh, 13, I believe. Yep. And without further ado, I'll dive right in. Love never fails. If there are prophecies, they will be brought to nothing. If tongues, they will cease. If knowledge, it will be brought to nothing. For we know partially, and we prophesy partially. But when the perfect comes, the partial will pass away. When I was a child, I used to talk as a child, think as a child, reason as a child. When I became a man, I put aside childish things. At present, we see indistinctly, as in a mirror, but then face to face. At present, I know partially, then I shall know fully, as I am fully known. So faith, hope, love remain, these three. But the greatest of these is love. So you might be familiar with that first sentence, love never fails. You might be familiar with it because it is often used during wedding ceremonies, uh, usually Catholic weddings as well. Um, so it's a very popular reading. The whole, the whole thing is set up, this passage that I just read, is set up with the understanding that whatever spiritual gift that I have, whatever thing I can add to the community, is it's really nothing if I don't have love. If I even give myself over to be martyred and die for my faith, well, that's no good if you don't love. <laughs> it's 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 brought to nothing. And that's kind of the irony of the whole thing. But that is the preface of this whole passage. There is an eternity that St. Paul is talking of when he's speaking of this love, this love that is an embodiment of, of honestly, it's Jesus. So uh, when I was in my theology classes, my professor told me to Everywhere you hear love, replace love with Jesus. So Jesus never fails. That's kind of how the whole thing ends. And then it continues, if there are prophecies, they will be brought to nothing. If tongues, they will cease. If knowledge, it will be brought to nothing. For we know partially and we prophesy partially. I kind of want to break that open a little bit just to give you a little bit of a frame of mind to understand what does it even speaking of so if tongues they will see so there are two types of tongues there are uh angelic tongues which is uh essentially like if you think of it as like a dam bursting open there's like a flood it's like a almost a groan in the spirit but it's an angelic language where your heart can almost bypass your mind the like the linguistic part and just express to god the deepest needs, desires, all of that. It's quite beautiful when it happens. Um, The next thing 
with tongues, the second type is when you are actually speaking to another person of a different language and they can understand you. Um, this does happen still today. It's a little bit on the rare side, um, but it does happen today. It happened uh, during the during the age of the apostles a lot. There was a lot of a lot more language barriers than there are today. Um, so that that's something that's really cool. So why would knowledge, the gift of tongues, or even the gift of prophecy be brought to nothing? Why will that like? I think that's an important question to ask. If never love never fails, but these things will fail. If these things will pass away because they're in they are partial. What is the difference? And the main difference is is that they are given as gifts to us in the present in this life to better experience God now. While we still live under an open heaven, we still live in this experience where we have a father who is not distant, a, a, a savior who wants to be with us and take care of us. That doesn't mean that we don't face the veil of sin continuously in our everyday, whether it be our own sin or other people's sin, or even just uh, the crap of life cannot, can get in the way, you know? <laughs> um, these things can be blocks or veils that prevent us from being able to see Jesus truly in, in our day-to-day -day life. And the gifts of knowledge, of prophecy, of tongues, these are gifts that reveal and pull back that veil for us during moments in our lives here on earth. You know, it, prophecy, this is, this is somebody else speaking to us, coming to us to be a spokesperson from God, whether it be revealing a mystery about our own life, mystery about our future, mystery even about our past, whatever it be, um, or even just being God's spokesperson, speaking a word of truth of who we are to God, you know, um, like in our relationship to God, so we can better understand that. Knowledge, you know, that's something that we can root ourselves when things are hard to believe. We can know and kind of rest on that when emotionally we might not be able to understand that. And tongues, when we need that emotional outburst to be able to express ourselves, we have that gift, right? So these are these three different things that affect our heart, mind, and and soul and body. Um, <laughs> and these things will pass. So when you encounter the perfect, this is uh, this passage here, the partial will pass away when the perfect comes. And what this is implying is when love comes, remember if you replace Jesus, the name of Jesus with love in this passage, you could have fuller understanding. The perfect is Jesus. When Jesus comes again, the partial will pass away. There will be no more need <laughs> for the mystery to be opened up to us because it will be completely revealed. It's what, what is interesting is that this is prefacing this next bit, which is when I was a child, I used to talk as a child, think as a child, reason as a child. But when I became a man, I put aside childish things. I think this is one of the most interesting passages that we have because this can sound like this goes completely against the passage where Jesus is speaking about the little children. Bring the little children to me for the kingdom of God is theirs. This, and obviously I'm paraphrasing, um, this might seem, I think there's, I've, I've ran into this myself and I've even had this thought of I need to be more like a child in order to, to receive the kingdom of God. And 
the temptation, I think, and this is kind of an interesting thing, and I even was able to articulate it for a while, but not fully understand it, that I needed to be childlike, not childish. In a sense, having a maturity of trust and a maturity of understanding. The problem is, is that I had only a knowledge of that, not necessarily a full comprehensive experience of that. I still was immature, both in my mind and in my soul with a lot of things. And I think that had to do with an overemphasis on different aspects of scripture, taking, uh, plucking different passages that made me feel better about myself, that made me feel better about whatever situation I was facing. Not that this is bad, because oftentimes, I mean, even Jesus did this in the desert where he confronted Satan with his temptations with scripture. But the thing is, is that Satan fought back with that, with the same tool with scripture, right? So the idea that I can, that I can use scripture to justify myself is possible, right? So I think that is the danger. And that is what St. Paul is talking about. When I was a child, I thought like a child. He's speaking, I think, and I believe to his days as a Pharisee, where he used the rituals, he used certain things to justify himself, to make himself feel like he was a good and righteous person. But maturity led him to a childlike trust in who Jesus is and what he was doing in his life. What I think this can translate to us oftentimes is, uh, at least for me recently, a, and I've noticed this in other people as well, that when life hits hard, faith can seem like it crumbles. And if it seems like when I noticed that my faith was maybe crumbling a bit during the, the struggles and the pains and the, I had to confront like the, the, the heartbreak. Yeah. I had to confront the, the challenges of what life was throwing my way. I realized that I was putting too much emphasis on certain passages that made me believe that I would get my way, that if I prayed with faith, I would get my way. And a maturity of realizing that I didn't necessarily have my eyes on the Father like Jesus did to see what miracles he wanted to perform, to understand the whole context of Scripture, even in this point where this is a great example of having a passage that seems to contradict another one later, earlier after in scripture, having the maturity to be able to think like an adult rather than a child of like face value and be able to see the truth that is continuous, even if it's maybe nuanced and, and maybe not so black and white. The last bit of the scripture passage that we read at the beginning that I want to speak about is verse 12. At present, we see indistinctly, as in a mirror, but then face to face. At present, I know partially, then I shall know fully. As I am known fully, so faith, hope, love remain, these three. But the greatest is love. 
what I believe St. Paul is really communicating here is that all things pass. Even this too shall pass. The suffering that shakes my faith, that shakes my understanding of, of who God is, that brings me into an understanding, this is the most important thing, of an idea, pass an idea to Jesus. I believe what St. Paul is trying to communicate to us is that when we enter into a maturity of mind and spirit, we have a deeper understanding and lived experience of the things of this world pass. That the suffering that made us question if God was good will pass. That the joys that made us feel elated and happy to be a Christian will pass. But the one thing that will not pass is Jesus. And soon I will be able to see how Jesus sees me. I will be able to see him without that veil of sin and darkness, without the veil of, of life's troubles, but it'll be peeled away. And so those things that connect us, the, the faith, hope, and love, they remain. Those things that connect us to, to Jesus, but even more so, they bring us into a deeper reality, right? There is something that we experience when we are in community, when we are a part of God's body, that faith and hope and love draw us further in. And hope is, is something so much greater than just wishful thinking. Hope is, is the knowledge of what I have and the expectated waiting. And that's kind of the crazy thing is somehow there's enough of who God is and his love that he can always keep feeding and constantly be drawing me in to himself throughout eternity. So I want to leave you with a challenge and hopefully um, you know, feel, help you feel a little bit encouraged to make it through uh, your, your everyday life. My challenge for you is this, to sit down and really think through maybe those harder questions that you've experienced because of life and, and ask God, ask Jesus to reveal himself to you in a new way today because just the fullness of that revelation will come when we die or when Jesus comes again. But that does not mean that we cannot have snippets of that, which is prof prophecy and knowledge in the right here right now and the more we participate into that the better we'll be able to be prepared to receive him at the end so my my challenge to you is to open your heart up to that right here right now so let's pray come holy spirit give us sound minds of maturity and of faith a faith that will not crumble during suffering and the pain. Hmm. Father, we are so excited to be a part of you.
and I ask you to bless each person listening right now with a sound mind, with peace, and with the knowledge of who they are. I praise you and I thank you for you are good. Even the sufferings and the chaos of this life, you are good and you are Lord over it all. I ask you to calm the seas of our and the storms of our lives right here, right now. Thank you, Jesus, that you will do this. Thank you. Amen. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a wonderful week. Take care and God bless. Bye. Thank you all so much for joining us this week. We hope that this podcast blessed you. And we ask if it did, share that with the people that you love so that it can bless them as well. If you want to reach out to us, we are available on Facebook. We are under an open heaven. Our email address is under an open heaven dot fire at gmail.com and we are on instagram at under and open heaven dot fire so please go uh give those a gander and send us any th- any feedback that you want we would be happy to reply to you god bless bye